feel like I'm radiating today, dude. Fucking radioactive. My head's radioactive right now. Oh, yeah? Hell yeah. <sighs> Spent all day on a roof and I didn't have a hat, so, uh... Well, you're getting head. your tan, your hand, head tan line ready for Florida, so it's good. Ugh, no, this is burned. <laughs> oh, My no. head is burned. You got the little matchstick head going on now? All right, man. Yeah, it's charred. <laughs> All right, man. Well, happy Saturday, not Sunday, coming at you. Uh, a little bit unusual for us this week, but we're doing it because of the Easter Sunday, man. Happy Easter, everyone. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Happy Easter. Yeah, <laughs> God, I fucking hate holidays. I seriously hate the holidays. Well, Easter's a big one for the religious uh, folk. Uh, I kind of dig Easter. It's a good chance to get with the family and you know eat some lamb as we do in uh, our tradition here. Uh, this year, I will be going to the Rockies home game, which I'm pretty excited about. Be my first oh, one of the season. Nice, congrats. Yeah, That's man. Spend it. Well, yeah. you know, I was checking out tickets all week, and I was pretty shocked at how many tickets were available. Waited till around the last minute, and I pulled the trigger on some uh, seats right behind the dugout, man. So I'll be able to uh, hear the boys talking trash to one another. Nice. Yeah, man. Yeah. You got to go to the Game Time app. All right? That's the way to do it, and you have to wait till the last minute. Uh, This time around, I kind of bought them a day early because they were really close and within my price range, fairly cheap. And, uh, you know, come on, man. First home stand of the year. It's going to be 70 degrees, partly sunny. Uh, hopefully very few of Jared Polis's chemtrails in the sky. We'll uh, have you, ourselves, you beat me to it. We'll have ourselves a nice little ball game. Plus, the uh, home opener this week, two hours and 14 minutes. Wow. That's faster than basketball, folks. Yeah, that pitch clock really sped it up, huh? It's the pitch clock era. I love it, man. I like the idea I can go see a ball game at 1 in the afternoon, be home by 4. Dude, that means even with extra innings, it's less than 3. Yeah, man. Wow. So I'm going to have to get nice and drunk before the game because that 7th inning shutdown is going to come faster than usual. Yeah, that's got to suck for the stadium. Dude, it can't last. Well, you know what I think they're going to have to do is get rid of the pulling the drinks at the seventh inning, which was bullshit from the get-go. It all started when the Cubs fans threw all their beers onto the field like 10 (laughs) years ago. So, you know, just because there's a bunch of jackasses in Chicago and Boston doesn't mean we all have to suffer, man. Yeah, well, no, that's the way America works. (laughs) Yeah, you're right, actually. So, uh, you know, look for me in the stands tomorrow, folks, if you're checking out the Rockies game. Uh, and for limited time only, you can still watch the Rockies game. They uh, lost their lawsuit, I guess, with AT&T, and I don't know if it started already. I've been able to watch two games at least, but pretty soon you won't be able to watch the Rockies on Comcast. Really? Just like the Nuggets and uh, Avalanche, they're blacked out. When the, when the Nuggets are on NBA TV, which I pay extra for so I could watch basketball games when they're not on the mainstream, I get a black screen that says this game has been blocked out in your local area. I'm wow. paying extra money to be told, go fuck you. Go fuck yourself. Wow. Now, can you stream it if you have Comcast internet? You need to use a VPN. Wow. Yeah, dude. 
fuck these guys and their contracts. It's all so everybody can, you know, make what a, a buck. It's all a scam, dude. So that's why I have no faith in the Nuggets to uh, win the finals this year. And, and Comcast, if you're not paying for that NBA shit, yo, why is my rate so high? <laughs> that's right, dude. Plus, NBA multi-billion dollar TV contract, one of the biggest in the world. Like, you can't let us watch the games locally? Come on. I mean, it's all it's local-based, but there should be some element where the NBA and their billion-dollar contract can supersede the local uh, squabbles going on. Well, then you might find out the Nuggets aren't really a team. Oh, that's right. Well, I have yet to see a, an actual jersey anywhere. So, uh, yes. <laughs> No merch. I don't believe they're a team. That's right, dude. So I look forward to the game tomorrow, the sunshine, the hot dogs. I'm going to do the whole thing. Pretty excited. Nice. Uh, then, sounds exciting. Yeah, it's going to be a good weekend. Oh. Today, I a uh, little bit hungover. I went out last night to a bar I used to work at. And we were having a good old time. And uh, Emma, we went down to Boulder to see some old college friends of Emma. So mm-hmm. after the rendezvous with the old college friends, we got to sneak down to the old uh, favorite watering hole of ours. And... Uh, Catch up with some old folks. It was a great time, actually. Maybe had one too few, few too many. I don't know how to say it, but uh, been hungover all day. So I decided to uh, shake the hangover in the yard, and I did some spring cleanup in the back. Uh, kind of got all the old leaves raked away and got the garden prepared. Start planting nice. away in the next uh, probably about a month or so. We usually have to wait till after Mother's Day, uh, because we get that surprise so- snowstorm every late April, early May. It's the biggest bummer of the year every single year. And so you got to time it out just right so you don't, you know, plant your stuff and then you get the snowfall and everything kill- uh, dies. So Oh, that's what always happens. You got to wait till Mother's Day, man. That's right. Wait until Mother's Day. So uh, I'm pretty excited about that. All in all, the, uh, the hangover almost gone. Still a little bit here, but I'm doing a little uh, hair of the dog, if you will, and (laughs) chugging along on some Miller lights. No Bud Lights. Good. No Bud Light in this house. That's right. (laughs) We're a Miller Light only. We spell our light L-I-T-E. That's right, folks. That's right. (laughs) Because they don't know how to spell in Milwaukee. (laughs) Exactly. They're idiots in Wisconsin. So, uh, so, so how you doing, Mike? How's the weekend treating you? You were working today, huh, man? Yeah, I was working. Working well, all day. All right, been, been all right. Went out last night, too, to the bar. Yeah, see, something was in the air. I think it was a full moon, maybe. So that's why. Yeah, it was the right, the mood was right. <laughs> that's right. I hate going out. I don't know what it, I just hate going out. Uh, you know. just like the process, you gotta get ready, then you're out there, you just want to get back home. And then you get, get back, back yeah, exactly, And, like, the service you get nowadays just isn't what it used to be, dude. Like, I don't know. No matter where you go, it just doesn't feel like you're really getting your money's worth for the service. And it's, you know what I mean? And now I'm paying even more. Couldn't agree more. What, what really pisses me off the most is the service is worse, but these people are getting paid more an hour than me, and they have health benefits. Yes. And they're asking for more tip. What's, like, what happened here? I don't know. We were at this, uh, it's a uh, hotel downtown Boulder, probably the most famous. All the celebrities stay there. It's a very swanky joint. 
if you will. Uh, and one of the uh, younger ladies who's my age uh, and has kids, she kind of leaned over to me and said, uh, you know, am I old for thinking these waitresses here are, you know, uh, dressed a little skanky? And I said, well, they're, yeah. they're definitely dressed skanky and you're <laughs> definitely old because uh, <laughs> I like what I'm seeing. And the reason they're dressed skanky is because this is a high end hotel and bar and they have wealthy clients and they want them to tip them well. Yeah. You got the short skirts, the tight clothes. Revealing a little extra on the cleavage side and, uh, you know, the fishnets. I loved it. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's weird. Too much makeup, fake eyelashes. So Emma pointed something out to me that only someone like her would be able to realize or notice, which is the makeup on all of these women or ladies uh, was fantastic. And Emma made the claim that they were using very high-end, ultra-expensive makeup that celebrities use to where you almost, you can't even tell how they're putting it on or something like that. And Emma was very jealous of the makeup that these uh, waitresses were using, which indicated they were making fantastic money working at this mm. place. <laughs> yeah. Well, doesn't she know that their, like, their makeup's probably made out of foreskins? Oh, so. I actually mentioned the Korean foreskins. Uh, I wasn't yeah. very popular with the group, I'll be honest. <laughs> Nobody likes to talk about Korean foreskins no. for some reason. Not the hottest topic these days. It's kind of crazy. We Nobody minds to- rubbing <laughs> them on their faces, but you know, wants to talk about it in public. You're going to inject it in your cheekbones, no problem, but uh, let's, not, let's not chat about that one, all right? So, <laughs> so I was kind of living large in the high-end part of you know, what you would probably consider the more progressive area of Colorado. And it felt pretty safe, uh, relatively safer, I would say, than, you know, San Francisco. New details from the investigation into the fatal stabbing of tech executive Bob Lee in San Francisco. Tonight, police now say whoever stabbed him did not take his phone or wallet. And we now see the surveillance video showing Lee's final moments. ABC's DeMarco Morgan is in San Francisco. Tonight, new clues in the investigation into the fatal stabbing of tech executive Bob Lee. Police are reportedly studying these security images obtained exclusively by the DailyMail.com. This one showing a person, a possible witness, walking with a suitcase across the street from Lee while he was bleeding to death. The 43-year-old father of two seen on security cameras stumbling up to that apartment building after being stabbed in the chest. Location is 365 Main, crossing a Folsom and Harrison. First stabbing. Lee collapses to the ground, then musters the strength to stand up as police arrive. <laughs> He's like, uh, the video footage is crazy. He's standing there bleeding to death, like waving people down to help him, and nobody is stopping to help this dude. What? He's Are like, you serious? He's There's like, people around him? Yes, there are cars. You could see him in the footage waving down cars and people and bystanders, and nobody is helping this dude who's been stabbed in the chest, man. Oh, my God. That was like his last image of the world. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's nobody helping him. It's so sad, man. He later died at the hospital. That area does have a lot of surveillance video. There's buildings and private businesses, and we are checking every shred to see if we can piece this together. We are out there knocking on doors and, and walking the, the pavement to make sure that we find every piece of evidence that's out there. They don't even have a cell, cell phone. Which he no, dude, they have a video footage of a person walking by just like, 
gawking at him as he's bleeding to death, dude. (laughs) And they're trying to find this person who saw the murder. They believe this one individual saw the guy, the stabbing, everything, but they just kept walking on their way, minding their own business, dude. Used to call oh, to be fair, you don't want to get stabbed weird. yourself. Yeah, I understand. Yes. Alerting, <laughs> Lee also still had his wallet. Lindsay, police would not confirm if anything was missing in the wallet, but we have learned that Lee was staying at a hotel about a half mile away from where he was found. All right, so initially, I believed that, look, this is just, you know, another example of the rampant, out-of-control crime going on in these progressive cities. But... The guy who stabbed him didn't rob him, man. Oh, yeah, maybe he's just crazy. Or this is the founder of Cash App. He's kind of a well-known dude. Maybe this was a hit. Could be. They're saying that they potentially found the murder weapon. I don't know. It just kind of seems weird. Not so random considering the guy. Uh, it's considered, I thought, maybe sort of a nicer neighborhood of San Francisco. I don't know. I'm, from my understanding of San Francisco, you step on human feces everywhere you walk. So I, I don't think any of it's nice, but I could be wrong. I would never move there or even go visit. I've recently but, uh, visited. It was, well, it was something else. I'll tell you what. I didn't feel very safe. At least you didn't get stabbed. Yeah, you know what? You're right. That's probably the best part of the trip, I guess. Yeah, San Francisco. I would say most people who go there do not get stabbed. <laughs> All right, man. So you don't think foul play? You just think random stabbing? Yeah, I think crazy guy. You think it's a hit? Yeah, man. I, like a, a for hire? At first, I thought, oh, wow, San Francisco's off the you know rails. It's fucking cuckoo town. There's random dudes stabbing each other. Uh, and getting mugged, but then he wasn't mugged, so random stabbing, okay, I could, yeah, maybe, but not the stealing of the money, or the credit cards, like, really? You know, so, just a stabbing, I could see a hit job. Why wouldn't you do a hit with a gun, though? Well, a gun's kind of loud, more obvious, you walk by and shank a dude in the chest three times, you can keep on walking, man. I don't know. I don't think anybody would do anything even if they heard a gunshot. Yeah, you ever seen like prison, you know, movies and stuff where guys get shanked? It's a really quick happening situation. Oh, no, for sure. But I'm saying like you bust out a gun and shoot somebody. I don't think anybody's doing anything. Oh, you mean you've scared the shit out of everybody around you? And yeah, so you just walk away. Gunshot, gun away. I believe, does draw attention, though. I'm going to turn and look for gunshot. I am not going to hear anything about a stabbing. Get really, you can get away with the stabbing. So maybe pretty. I got tried out one day. Yeah, that's right. Check it out. See what happens. Give us the news. <laughs> uh, pretty wild stuff. San Francisco. You know, it's hard to deny the danger of this place. You got cash app guy getting stabbed walking down the street. You got uh, Paul Pelosi hanging out in his underwear. Uh, you know, just having a drink and then. DePappy comes hammering his way through the glass, you know, to join the party. This is a scary place, man. DePappy. I forgot all about DuPape. Yeah, we all forget DePappy. Oh, man. What happened to DePappy? Paul Pelosi's lover. That's right, dude. <laughs> Hashtag never forget, I would never say. Never forget. Never forget the hammer. 
So that's the uh, stabbing story. I was going to never really bring it up until I saw, hey, man, well, they didn't rob him. I think this is a little bit. What were the Clintons up to? What's their relationship with this guy? <laughs> was he? Oh, how funny would that be? Did you find out he was doing a documentary about Hillary? Exactly. What's his newest app? <laughs> it's like to catch a Clinton, you know, and uh, it traps Clintons all around the world. Uh, you killed me with the name of their documentaries. Suicided? <laughs> suicided man yeah that's how they all go oh <laughs> uh, dude speaking of suicides there's this new billboard on the streets and i keep hearing the statistic they keep like bringing it up 63 people a day die by suicide with a gun 63 a day a day so 63 right. people shoot themselves to death okay suicide sure and their their whole point is 63 people are dying from a gun we should get rid of guns. It doesn't really work ah. that way. They're going to find another way to kill themselves. <laughs> right? Do you think like, we should highlight the suicide in that sentence? People have been hanging themselves forever, man. <laughs> way before of... guns. <laughs> Isn't that Japan's how... has got a whole forest of hangers. I'm pretty sure that's how Epstein didn't kill himself, if we all recall. <laughs> hey, y'all! <laughs> Always goes back to Epstein, baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so we gotta ban guns because people keep killing themselves. They're pushing the gun ban, man. They're obsessed with it. Uh, they're not even hiding anymore that the second any kind of shooting happens or mass shooting, they're just going right for it. We gotta ban the assault weapons. Yeah, the ARs. The assault mm. weapons. Assault-like weapons. Right? That's what they're all about. Uh, that's why I think we just gotta start 3D printing guns so the government never knows what you got. That's, <laughs> that's the route we got to roll. Right? What happened to ghost guns? I need my ghost guns. Ghost guns, man. Where are they at, dude? Uh, yeah, the... <laughs> well, the gun topic may be one of the hottest in the country right now. So hot, in fact, that it got three members of the House of Representatives in Tennessee... Uh, they were put on blast, and then they ended up uh, evicting or kicking out or what is it, ejecting? I don't know the right word. Impeaching. They they threw out two of the three uh, who were a part of staging a mostly peaceful protest about the the gun situation in Tennessee. How come that's not an insurrection? (laughs) Well, I, I purposely said peaceful protest. You storm a Capitol building. Seems like an insurrection to me. Uh, But, you know, they didn't have a horns guy. I think the only time it's an insurrection, if you remember in Brazil, they had their own QAnon shaman. Ah, yeah, they had a horn guy. Yeah, so once you got to have your own QAnon Mm. shaman, then it's considered And you need a trigger-happy cop, because if nobody dies, it's not a (laughs) deadly insurrection. Somebody's got to die. You know? (laughs) Look, uh, I guess it was peaceful because nobody had a stroke five months later. So that's I forgot, uh, <laughs> I forgot who I argued about the uh, the, the I think I, I forgot who it was, but uh, I'll say how like nobody died. The only person that died was Ashley Babbitt, and she was killed by a cop who accidentally shot her in the face. <laughs> that's and, right. Uh, they were like, "Why do you mean accident, dude? That guy, that guy was a hero. You know how he's not a hero? You know how, you know how I know he's not a hero? Because he only did one interview on CNN, and you haven't heard about him since. You can't even tell me his name." If he was a real hero, they'd be parading him out every yearly anniversary, every time Trump is indicted, every, you know what I mean?
Well, Mike, ten Tennessee is in turmoil. Democracy hangs by a thread. So we could only send one hero and one hero only, my man. The fallout after Tennessee Republicans expelled two Democrats from the state legislature, allowing a third Democrat to stay. It comes after their gun control protest on the House floor in response to the mass shooting at the Covenant School. The extraordinary punishment for an act of peaceful protest, inflaming the already <laughs> heated partisan divide and now drawing national attention. President Biden speaking with all three targeted lawmakers in a video call tonight. Vice President Kamala Harris traveling to Nashville to be there with them in person. Oh, God. Representative Justin Jones speaking through of a Of course, because it was two black guys. Gloria Johnson and Justin Pearson standing by. Yesterday, each of them stood before their colleagues arguing to keep their jobs. Jones and Pearson both voted out. Gloria Johnson surviving by a single vote. Why, Representative Johnson believes that she was able to keep her job while her colleagues were not. ABC's Alex Perez leads us off tonight from Nashville. Tonight, Vice President Kamala Harris traveling to Tennessee to meet with the Democratic representatives ousted by the state's Republican-led House. Expelled from the House of Representatives. The futures of those representatives. Expelled was the word I was looking for. I'm an idiot. Now in the hands of local <laughs> officials in their districts who have the power to reappoint them. Representatives Justin Jones, Justin Pearson, and Gloria Johnson all faced expulsion after they violated decorum last week. We will not be silent. Interrupting proceedings, demanding gun reform, leading a crowd of demonstrators through the House floor, Jones and Pearson using a bullhorn. The black lawmakers expelled, but Gloria Johnson, who is white, surviving removal <laughs> by a single vote. Why do you feel like there was a difference in the outcome between your colleagues? This reminds me of a scene, I uh, I think it was the Zack and Miri make a porno where Craig Robinson is working as the barista and the guy walks up and says, oh, I'll take a coffee, black. And then Craig Robinson says like something like, sure you will, white, you know, or whatever. Like he throws in, <laughs> it's just, do we have to? Do you have to throw in the, this guy's a black guy and she's oh. a white lady? You know, like, really? Oh, it's all about race. It has to dude, be. It has to be. I, dude, I had to listen to uh, Democracy Now! yesterday just to see what they were saying. Dude, Amy Goodman went on a fucking five-minute rant about how racist the media is because for, for, like, 90 seconds of one of the black Justin speeches... They had the wrong Justin's last name. <laughs> I like how... Well, they're both named Justin. They're both black guys. They're both skinny black guys named Justin. Okay? If I if I had two short, fat, bald Italian men, one was named Tony <laughs> Baloney, and the other one was named Tony Francisco, you know what I mean? You got. I would excuse you for mixing them up once in a while. You would be pardoned. Absolutely. And... Uh, first of all, two black guys, both named Justin, and the last names, very similar. It's like Pierce, Pearson Pearson or something. Like, how could yeah. you... Yeah, I, yeah, Pearson with an E, Pearson with an O. <laughs> it's impossible. The, the only difference between the two is one of them had, like, a fro and was wearing, like, a dashiki thing, uh, like, in his suit. Did you catch the way he was dressed? Uh, did you hear him speak? Well, it was hard to hear him speak with his... You know, black power fist raised the whole time in my face, dude. <laughs> no, Jesus. It's like long ass speech. Where he talked, 
like this because this <laughs> yeah. is an outrage. Oh, we man. will not stand. He brings oh, on dude. the preacher. Oh, this guy's going to make a run for president someday. Good for him. You know, he's got his name out there. One of the Justins. They should just run together as one unit, the Justins, you know? <laughs> oh, the two black guys, they got expelled. No, no, that was Justins. <laughs> We're just one Justin. They need to We've do uh, like a Nickelodeon show, Justin and Justin, like Pete and Pete, right? <laughs> the ambiguously black Justins. <laughs> We're definitely canceled for this one. Uh, let's keep rolling down this gravy train. I'll answer your question. It might have to do with the color of our skin. Justice will come. Those protests coming on the heels of the deadly Nashville Elementary School shooting that killed three staffers and three nine-year-old students. I've noticed this everywhere. I've read about the story since it's happened, the Nashville shooting, that is. Uh, they have picked a particular way to phrase the victims. Three teachers and three students, nine-year-old students. You could call them children. It's okay. They're children. Yeah. And I know it hurts a little bit more. It stings a little bit harder when you say three adults and three children. But cut the crap with the students, okay? These were three children that were murdered by this uh, victim of a uh, shooter, from what I'm to understand. Right? <laughs> Did I get that right? I don't want to get canceled uh, here. Yeah. Unbelievable. They they Can't refuse to say children. But when we talk in Sandy Hook, oh my God, the children. Think about the children. <laughs> well, that was because we had to take down Alex Jones. Well, Alex yeah. Jones, he killed those children. It's Stalin. Right? Did I get this right? Do I understand the narrative perfectly clear? Because that's yeah. what it sounds like to me. Yeah, Alex Jones killed children. In Sandy and Hook. And the, the Nashville <laughs> shooter, you know. He killed not because she was trans, not because she was trans, killed students. Three nine-year-old students. Yeah, it makes sense. It's pretty, look, that's despicable, all right? And we know, we know the bullshit you guys are pulling. Jones and Pearson calling their ouster political retaliation and a public lynching. They cemented their legacy on the wrong side of history. Democrats across the country. A public in. lynching? Yes, it's Come on! <laughs> oh my god. That was a public lynching? Hey, oh! Yeah. You guys are getting a little loose with this term. It was a lynching! A public lynching, man. Wow. Public lynching. I, this right. is beautiful language. I love this. This whole clip is just, you know, filled with all the choice like, like, words, my man. If I didn't know any better, I woke I was born today. I just woke up today, right? I hear this story. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> Two black men who are obviously educated, successful black men. They worked their way up to the, the House of Representatives of the state of Tennessee. These two men just participated in some, some peaceful protest, and then they got publicly lynched? That's right. Oh, yeah. Or they came in like obnoxious assholes during the fucking meeting. That's right. They brought in a whole crowd of people. They stormed in, and they got expelled <laughs> for breaking the rules. Yeah, man. That's exactly what happened. Yeah, no lynching. 
no peaceful protest. Just a couple assholes being kicked out for being assholes. Yeah, I think you summed it up perfectly right there, actually. Like, <laughs> like you know these Justins forgot? is there's the, the whole reason we have you fucking assholes as representatives is because we are the mob. We're supposed to be outside being the mob while you, <laughs> the representatives, sit inside and negotiate and bargain. You know what I mean? And debate and come up with a reasonable solution. And look, I am all for the old school raucous, you know, type of congressional setting where everyone's throwing papers and yelling at each other, harumph, 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 you know, everybody's just going yeah. nuts. So I love I that love stuff. It. Do it. I'm all for yeah. it. But don't bring in the bullhorn and start shouting down people who, uh, no, you know, want to speak their point, man. The whole point of electing you is so that we don't have the mob in there making the decision, you fucking idiot. That's right. And now Isn't that the whole point of a representative, like a representative democracy? This is also much ado about to, uh, nothing because I think these guys are just going to be let back in next week. Oh, for sure they are. This is just a big show. So for sure they are. But an entertaining one nonetheless. Ching. They cemented their legacy on the wrong side of history. Yeah. Democrats across the country weighing in. The Tennessee Congressional Black Caucus outraged. The world is watching Tennessee. And yet again, they're watching it for the wrong reasons. Former President Obama... Okay, I hate to bring this up every episode. How many people in the Congo are watching fucking Tennessee? Is the world watching Tennessee? I'm like, this is all they're the, the talking about. The people dodging U.S. drones in Lebanon? Or, you know what I mean? Are they worried about Tennessee? Yeah, man. CNN did a live look at a cafe in Kenya. They were glued to the screen, man. <laughs> all of them around this 10-inch zenith. You should have seen them. Can you believe the Justins? <laughs> I cannot believe. They're watching it for the wrong reasons. Former President Obama writing <laughs> like, this nation was built... Some, like, like the ladies with the fucking jugs on their head on the way to the watering hole to get water for the family for the day. Are they discussing the Justins getting That's kicked right. out of the fucking House of Representatives? <laughs> they're on a lookout, right? Watching out for lions and all sorts of beasts that could eat them and kill them. And they're discussing their grief over what Tennessee <laughs> did to the two Justins. I can't believe they left that white bitch in there. <laughs> So racist. Racist Americans. Unbelievable bigots. Former <laughs> President Obama writing, This nation was built on peaceful protest. Uh, silencing those who disagree with us is a sign of weakness, not strength, and it won't lead to progress. Excuse me? I love how Obama always has to stick his face in anything with race, man. This guy's a fucking race hustler. Yeah, for sure. That's all he does and has done since his time in office. And by the way, his time in office, he was kind of race hustling. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. That's how he won the re-election. Yeah, it was pretty much the only way he could beat John McCain. McCain was a good uh, candidate. Or was that number, that was the first time, right? No, uh, the second The second time. time. McCain would have won if he didn't pick Palin. I know. That's the biggest mistake of his life. It's too bad. Palin was an idiot. Well, still is. <laughs> still is. But yeah. she's great at marketing herself. Uh, speaking of idiots, Harris had to go down and hang out in Tennessee, of course. Did you notice how they didn't play a clip of Kamala? <laughs> I totally forgot she, you said she was down there. You don't Ma have a clip of her? 
No, that was the whole. That's the whole news clip, by the way. I didn't shave anything off there. They never played Kamala speaking. Oh, uh, how bad could it have been? It's pretty bad. I found it out there. I don't have it, honestly. I didn't want to listen uh, to it. It's like two minutes of her screaming into the microphone, and it's it's not good. It's not attractive. It's the same <laughs> reason I don't clip Joe Biden. It's just not really. I can't listen to it. Yeah, it's hard. So They're really I, hard to listen. Wow. No, she apparently did not give a very good speech at all. It was, once again, laughable, and you could tell because in this pump-up piece about the camel, the, the title of the article, or the uh, segment, if you will, was Harris Goes to Tennessee. Like, they were focusing on Kamala Harris go down, going down there. Would they spend about uh, 12 seconds on Kamala Harris? <laughs> for that little blurb. Yeah, that's right, dude. Oh, the camel will be here. Hide your water. <laughs> She's just so awful, and nobody enjoys her presence, and nobody likes to watch her speak, man. Yeah, well, according to her and her staff, she's not getting a fair shake. Oh, really? Are they blaming the uh, Biden administration or team, if you will? Yeah, they they say they're just giving her the tasks that are, you know, doomed to fail. All right, man. That seems about right. I think all of the tasks for this administration are doomed to fail because you guys don't have good policy. You know what I mean? uh, (laughs) They can put you in charge of anything, and you're going to fail because there's terrible policy behind it. I hearken back to the days of Dick Cheney. I didn't know what he was doing. He was up to no good, no doubt. He was the evil man behind the uh, the curtain, and the only time uh, you heard about him was when he shot his friends in the face with buckshot. Still debatable whether or not the guy deserved it. Honestly, same thing with Al Gore. You never heard anything about Al Gore. Good call. I always forget he was vice president. And then all of a sudden he failed at becoming president, and then he did a bunch of tours, you know, selling all the bullshit about the global warming nonsense. Good call. I totally forgot that guy was vice president. That's how you want to be vice president. Who was uh, Bush's vice president? Wasn't it Cheney? No. Herbert Walker, uh, man. Oh, Herbert Walker was... Uh... Nobody remembers. See? That's how it's supposed to be. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Do you remember uh, Ronald Reagan's vice president? Exactly. See what I'm saying here, people? <laughs> the role of vice president is to just be non-existent, essentially. You're just there. You're supposed to be there in case the other guy dies. And then you just fill the shoes. Yeah. You are, if I may put it in uh, today's perspective, you are the Harry to the, uh, what's the other prince's name? Oh, you're the Spare. Yeah, exactly. You're the Spare, yeah. <laughs> Good call, my man. Who's the, I couldn't remember the other bald guy. Well, yeah, that's uh, uh, the future king. Yeah, I can't remember either. Uh, William, right? Yeah, yeah, so you're just the Harry to the William. That's right, man. You know, you're supposed to be quiet. And just go fuck off. Yeah, just go. <laughs> I just shouldn't be hearing about you. This trotting out of the camel, it's such a lame thing to do. They would have been better off from a PR standpoint of just never bringing out the camel for anything. And then when they ask about camel, be like, oh, no, she's working hard behind the scenes. In fact, rumor, <laughs> rumor has it she's the one running the country, actually. They have to keep bringing her out because uh, they... 
they believe one of the reasons they got a lot of the black support was because of the camel. And then in polls or whatever, the black community feels like they're not giving the camel a fair enough shake. She's not being, you know. Dude, you made a big deal out of you're going to hire a black female. Yes, that's right. You had two boxes so, to check off. You checked dude, them off, baby. And the whole point was you were going to bring this black female perspective to the White House. <laughs> that's okay, right, man. What has she brought? You know what I mean? <laughs> Nothing, actually. In fact, the only thing this White House has done is uh, offend the LSU black basketball <laughs> player who now doesn't even want to go to the White House because you, because you insulted them by suggesting you invite that all-white team over, too. You insulted the most successful black women in our country. <laughs> That's what you've done. <laughs> And it's got, I mean, it's got to be terrible. If you're a black, a black female out there who's like a successful, like Harvard educated lawyer, it's got to be, it's got to be just devastating to sit there and watch this lady represent, you know, the first black female vice president. I mean, does she really? I'm pretty sure the camel is Indian and Jamaican. So we're splitting hairs here, but from what I understand, culturally speaking, these are some serious hairs to split. She not black? I never. I mean, she, I didn't think she was. She's a POC. Well, well, she's BIPOC, if I understand the alphabet game here. Uh, but I do think that. Oh, I heard you're not supposed to say BIPOC anymore. It's over. BIPOC is done. Oh, I, I love because BIPOC. I, see, I, see, I, love, I thought BIPOC. I, love I thought BIPOC. <laughs> I thought BIPOC stood for black and indigenous people. Oh no. No, it doesn't. Oh See, my this God. is why it's wrong. It's, this is why it's not inclusive. It's, it's not inclusive. It's, it's just the black inclusive. Couldn't black they add more letters or something or do the plus or division sign or something? Yeah, I don't know. They need the ETC, I'm telling you. I'd like to see one of these groups use a division sign. That would be awesome. <laughs> Throw some complex math into your al- alphabet soup here, people. Make it interesting for me. Can we get a factorial? No, dude, this isn't BIPOC. It's B-I divided by the denominator of uh, QBT plus the GLQ and the plus sign, bro. Come on, get it right. <laughs> Fuck, do I square just the number or the whole thing in parentheses? <laughs> God oh, damn it. That's a typical question of a bigot just like you, man. <laughs> Throwing in that white math. Unbelievable. <laughs> The name itself is a test. <laughs> and you failed. Is this short essay or long form? How do I answer this one? <laughs> Sorry, it's been a while. Do I need a number two pencil as well? <laughs> and thank you, sir. May I have another? Oh, you're not a sir. Sorry, lady fella. I'll get that one right in the future. I can't get Sorry. all these pronouns I correct. I was thrown off by the bulges in your neck and pants. <laughs> The bulges really throw me off. <laughs> I was distracted by seeing your well-defined penis poking through your skirt there. <laughs> it's a lovely skirt. Don't get me wrong. I could just also see your dick. It looks fantastic. <laughs> it's a beautiful skirt, but you're peeking out. <laughs> The turtle has come out the shell. Yeah. 
<laughs> oh man, that's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, man, it's like Kamala Harris, man. Oh yeah, it's getting nutty uh, in this administration. Uh, which you is- know what I noticed too is that, uh, she was supposed to be like. <laughs> the NASA spokeswoman or whatever, right? About the moon missions? That's they totally right. took her off that shit, she's gone. too. They're not oh, even yeah. bringing her up. Absolutely, man. No, she's she's getting buried, uh, and again, I just like when I got excited, Camel, oh yeah, they didn't play any clip of her talking. I then did a little investigating, and I found some clips of her talking, and I said, ooh, that is awful. Not good. I'm sure all the right-wing media is going to play it on Monday. If if Ben Shapiro ever comes back from Passover. <laughs> Has he been off all week? Dude, these guys, I don't know how they make money. They're fucking, they're always off. Every other week is a fucking either Jewish holiday or Christian holiday. Well, you know, the trick is, folks, is you got to do the show for free and make no money. That's make how no you money, uh, yeah. keep rolling through. <laughs> Get a little inspiration for the idea of maybe someday, right? Uh... <laughs> Yeah, but they're all, uh, they were all off for Passover. Well, good for them, religious fellas. Look, I actually was thinking on Friday, <clears throat> as I was chugging along on my usual routine and schedule, didn't everyone always get Good Friday off, like, a decade ago? No, did it? I recall Good Friday being, it's a bank holiday, so I recall us being off. School work schools are off yeah schools are off i thought people got it off work too i was thinking maybe the reason nobody had it off this year or in previous years is uh we had to sacrifice a day for juneteenth in june right so no more good friday we now have juneteenth no that can't be true i don't know do we have unlimited days off federal days off or when we create a new one must we take one from somewhere else Mm, is that how that works? It's got to, right? I thought that's why it was so controversial and like a huge deal. I don't know. Maybe I'm crazy, but I feel like... Oh, I'd rather have a Good Friday than a Juneteenth. Juneteenth could be on a Tuesday. Good Friday is always on Friday. So this year, Juneteenth is on a Saturday, and we, I believe, get Friday off for Juneteenth. No. Juneteenth Remembrance Day. Are you fucking serious? Yes. I'll take it. I'll take it, man. I like a day off. It's not even grammatically correct. (laughs) No, it's not. But I really enjoy having a day off extra in June. I'm all for it, man. Yeah, I guess. You get the uh, Memorial Day, end of May into June, and then right in the middle of June. Give me a three-day weekend. I'm I'm into it. I don't care what it's for. Yeah. Although, we'll have to do a little research and maybe do a, a Juneteenth celebratory uh, show for that uh, weekend, obviously. We should, we should do a George Floyd History Day. Or we should make that the week we take off, right? Juneteenth uh, Celebration Week. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, the, the Daily Wire guys, they got their Passover. <laughs> we'll, we'll do Juneteenth. That's the Dude Man Week. No, no, no. We don't work on Juneteenth. The whole week. We take it all off and we relax, man. I can't wait to tell my boss. <laughs> nah, it's Juneteenth. It's a beautiful thing to go on, too, because if anyone you know, is against it, you could just accuse them of being racist. It's, <laughs> you know, what are you, racist, man? You don't celebrate Juneteenth? 
Get with the times, bro. It's 2023, man. <laughs> it's really not cool. It's really not cool. Know your history. <laughs> Know your history, uh, indeed. Uh, so, <clears throat> historically speaking, uh, a lot of things have played out over the course of, let's say, the war in Ukraine and kind of our relations with uh, Saudi Arabia, North Korea, uh, the Chinese. Mike, uh, we had ourselves a little bit of a Pentagon leak. Tonight, growing concerns as more and more top-secret classified Pentagon documents are being discovered posted on social media. Dozens of pages of sensitive material dealing with everything from China to Iran's nuclear program to North Korea. It comes as the Pentagon tonight is investigating how classified documents about U.S. and NATO plans to assist Ukraine in the fight against Russia were leaked and posted on the Internet. Those documents, most of which we cannot show, paint a detailed snapshot of the Ukrainian battlefield on March 1st, including training schedules and locations for Ukrainian troops, weapons delivery schedules, and casualty updates. Pictures of the documents appeared on social media this week, but ABC News has found that some were posted on the Internet in early March, shortly after the documents were drafted. The photos include visible creases, as if the pages had been folded to fit in a pocket. A U.S. official saying the documents are no longer relevant to the battlefield, adding that they are of limited intelligence value and appear to have been altered from the original documents. For instance, the number of Russian fatalities was significantly reduced in the photo posted online. But the fact that this top-secret material appeared on the Internet so soon after being issued only deepens the security concern. Mary Bruce joins us now from the White House. And Mary, the Pentagon tonight racing to uncover just how all this classified information got out and just who posted it online. Lindsay, the Pentagon is extremely concerned in looking at everything from who had access to these documents to who may have printed them. And right now it is not clear if this was a leak from inside the Pentagon or a hack by a foreign actor. Meanwhile, tonight there is already an international blame game going on. The Ukrainians blaming the Russians and the Russians pointing a finger at the U.S. Lindsay. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, it means it was the Ukrainian. Yeah, and not only that, I don't know if you caught on to some rumors floating around the interwebs there, but, uh, you know, allegedly, the information revealed indicates Ukraine is losing horribly in this conflict. <gasps> horribly, dude. What have we been saying, man? <laughs> yes, man. <laughs> we are watching state TV in America. Well, and by the way, state TV in real time, what did they even say there? Oh, the numbers look like they were falsified by some other, you know, nefarious <laughs> actor. No, no, I have a good feeling that the casualties just aren't that high on the Russian side, and, you, uh, and then they are crushing the Ukrainians. Oh, Frank, are you kidding me? Most <laughs> hackers hack into the... You hack into the U.S. government's files so that you can change the number to make it look like you know what I mean? Whatever you want. And That's then right. release the documents. <laughs> yeah, man. Unreal. So stupid. I think this is um, a bad leak. So yeah. I would almost... They don't want you to know what's actually happening in Ukraine. 
I think the deal is, which is what we've been saying from day one, man, is it's over. Ukraine lost, but and we were fighting with Ukraine. Yeah, we were sending them everything. We weren't just training their troops and giving them equipment. There's a good amount of evidence to prove that we were out there pulling some triggers, man. Uh, maybe. I'm thinking so. I I know that that Wagner group, dude. They announced they had, ba- dude. They literally announced they had Bakhmut weeks ago. And just the other day, Zelensky gave this speech about how you may hold the the Capitol building or whatever, like some like the the you know like the town hall or whatever. Oh yeah, but you don't own the soul or some gay shit like that. <laughs> like, dude, no, no, they have Bakhmut. They have it. It's theirs. There was video of Putin walking around like hugging people, hanging out in Bakhmut, <laughs> yeah. like, no, it's having theirs. a good time, man. It's Putin's, man. Give it up. Move on. The border move. Yeah. You know? Yeah, we're at the point now where we have to concede, right? Isn't that how this works? Yeah, we lost. Putin won. It's wild, uh, wild stuff. Everybody knew he would. <laughs> yeah. Not only did he win, not only did he get the land he wanted, because we acted like idiots, now he, he gained alliances with China, Saudi Arabia, Brazil. That's right. Absolutely. We've been saying it for a while. It doesn't seem like this world stage is shaking out in our favor currently. No. No. And you know what? It was all right to be the bad guys, I guess, because we were on top. But when you're a loser bad guy, that's not a good place to be. Mm. Fun (laughs) to be the bully until senior year when everybody's the same size. (laughs) You know, you want to be the bully in like seventh grade. That's right, man. So uh, I'm a big fan of this story. I think that maybe even China and Russia, they're together hacking us away. They have way better um, technology when it comes to that. More, you know, Their teams are far more advanced. We don't have anything when it comes to cybersecurity I believe, compared to what China and Russia is dishing out with their bot farms and everything that they're hacking farms, you know, these, if they're in cahoots and they can dominate the cyber space, we're in trouble, man. We don't have a lot of action in that front. Yeah. We're kind of retarded. I I don't know. I think we're better. Yeah. Maybe this is where the fact that we're a bunch of fat gamers comes to our advantage. It might. Right? I don't know. I don't know where we fall on that. No, I guess hack wise, hacking wise, I think the Russians have it. Yeah, that's what I thought. Tough, but I don't know. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. A little bit out of my league on this one. I'm more of a, uh, what is it called? A re- retard. And so. Uh, yeah, I think know. China's <laughs> the one that released that, like, Pegasus or whatever. What is it? What was Pegasus? I am a little bit in the dark on that one. So there's that thing where, like, they could, all they need is your phone number. They don't even need you to click a link. They don't need anything. They just need to know what your phone number is. They just need a phone number. Then they can, ha- they can do anything they want on your phone. Wow. And then, like, anything you access through your phone, they can access it. Oh, that's, that's wild. All right, man. Yeah. Is this an attack like the uh, droid phones mostly? I oh, imagine. Any phone. Doesn't any matter. phone? It's game any over? Wow. All game right. over. All the governments have it. Wow. We must all 
you know, it, I guess, accept at this point that we are surveilled on all levels in every medium ever at all times of the day, right? Like we have cameras on the, on the computers, on the phones, uh, microphones on everything. Our TVs listen to us. Uh, there's AI programs out there that are essentially predicting what we're going to even type into the phones at this point. Like we must be completely controlled and really not even know it or know it, but we're just accepting it. I think, yeah, they did it so slow that you, it just happened without you realizing it. it was, they boiled the frog. We're the frog, man. And they boiled us yeah, with surveillance. Like if, you gra- like if you grabbed a hippie from the 70s and brought him here, they'd be like, whoa, which was the surveillance state? You got, camera- <laughs> you got cameras on every corner, every store, every fucking doorbell. We just covered that stabbing scenario uh, with the Cash App guy in San Francisco. If you listened closely to the cop, he was indicating that they have cameras everywhere and they could ping his cell phone and figure out his exact movements, who he was talking to, where he was going, who he interacted with based on whose cell phone got near each other. Like they can Mm. they could figure out everyone where you are and what you're doing, except they don't know who stabbed this guy, which is why I believe it was a hit job, man. It was probably the Mm. government doing it. We got to bring the Clintons in on this one. I'm telling you, he was suicided, people. Uh, Where was was Ray Epps? I know he's been looking for work lately. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Well, this you know what's crazy about the stabbing, too, is it's what the Juicy Smollier thing was supposed to be. Right? Instead of a tuna sandwich, this was a knife. (laughs) And instead of a fake attack, this was a real attack, and someone died. (laughs) See what I'm saying? This is an actual thing that happened, as opposed to the juicy smolier who uh, had his tuna sandwich from Subway. Oh, maybe this guy was stabbed by the actual smolier attacker. I don't know if you realize this. Smolier's never been back to jail. Ooh. So you're saying smolier's on the loose. Yeah. Attacking people with tuna sandwiches. I'm just saying, he is out there. He only did those couple days, remember? Then they released him. Good call. We need to get the uh, whereabouts for Juicy Smollier earlier in the week. He may have been in the San Francisco area. <laughs> and uh, I think what we need to do is track down how who purchased a tuna sandwich around that time of night. <laughs> Does he have an ankle bracelet? Dude, have you seen these new ankle bracelets? I have not. Are they uh, uh, super stealth or... Bro. Do they just inject they... a chip into your ankle? Now they, like, talk to you through it. Oh, that is... Well, see, that's the surveillance state, man. They don't it's even... Good. You probably don't even need an ankle bracelet. These fucking cell phones we're all walking around with, these are ankle bracelets. We're our... We oh, got them yeah. already, man. Dude, but the uh, the ankle bracelet... I saw a kid who was way, way too young to have an ankle bracelet, but he had to step out of class because his fucking ankle bracelet was going off, and it was literally like just like, and then the fucking kid's like out in the hall, and then this lady voice comes on the speaker on the ankle bracelet. Wow, man. And he's like talking to her. He's talking to his ankle. To his ankle. Yeah. That's so creepy. He's insane, dude. That's insanely creepy. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> We're five seconds from that, though, right? Your cell phone, 
You know, you, you start to go somewhere, maybe a little too far from your 15-minute city, and your cell phone says, I don't think so, Mike. Time to turn around, pal. I see where you're going, and you're outside of your zone. Yeah. You can no imagine. longer access your digital account. You, you have imagine? no money. Go back. Oh, it's, it's just like China, man. I tell everybody just who wants socialized medicine. Yeah, dude, man. <laughs> China has socialized medicine, and guess what? If you leave your zone, you can't go to a hospital in another zone. Oh, you that's how Chicago, it works there? Wow. You move to Florida. You can move to Florida, but you can't go to any hospital in Florida. See, this should creep everyone out. This is why everyone <laughs> should say no thanks to the digital financial system. We're not interested. And to socialism. I don't want you controlling anything of my life. Yeah, the, <laughs> the socialism, I think, comes with the digital currency. That's the, they're hand in hand. The second we embrace the digital currency system, we are now a part of this socialist dystopia where the state controls everything we do, what we can purchase, how much of it we can buy. Think of how insane so the scary. pandemic would have been if nobody had mm. dollars. Oh, no, I'm not even worried about the pandemic, dude. What I'm worried about is all the shit you're seeing with climate. Dude, you sent me that article about eminent domain for climate change. Did that not I mean, freak will... you out, man? This is Jamie dude. Dimon, the CEO of J.P. Morgan Chase. He sent out a letter to investors saying that we need to now eliminate eminent domain in order to increase our abilities to combat climate change. Yeah. So they're gonna, they want to steal property from people. And how far are we from, like, man, for, uh, Frank, you already used your 12 carbon credits for this month. Yes. So Stay now home. You can, now you can no longer travel. <laughs> yeah, man. And this is real stuff. This is World Economic Forum, you know, crazy, dystopian, frightening, nightmarish, nightmarish shit. They're doing it to the Dutch farmers. They're taking up their land in the name of climate change. They are eliminating people's ability to grow food, to have cattle. They want to take away the cattle. The future for these insane nut jobs is they get all the cattle, they can eat all the delicious stuff that they want, and the rest of us, we get our impossible bug burgers, man. We're going to have nothing to oh. be happy. Frank, it's fine. What's that uh, f Iron Man? Uh, he eats bugs. <laughs> He eats them all the Iron Man eats them all the time, Frank. He's all about it. No, it's great. You don't even you can't even tell it's bugs. No, it's so good. <laughs> I couldn't stand that. I hate that clip. Oh man, Iron Man, Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. On yeah. the late night show or the late show with uh Stephen Colbert, our favorite shill, uh, you know, talking about his obsession with eating bugs lately and pushing how we need Just... to be doing bugs. In the trying future. to be so cool and trying so hard to be like the everyday guy. I gotta like, say, nah, nah, bro, it tastes. I'm telling you, bro, it tastes really good. You don't even <laughs> yeah, know it. It's, it's a, we did this clip. This must have been what three months ago, four months ago. It was pretty sad to listen to. The thing about Robert Downey Jr. Also, I just recently watched a little bit of some Iron Man, the original. It was on TV, and I just caught a you know a few segments of it, and I was shocked that. Robert Downey Jr. in 2008 looked like a human being. 
Robert John- Downey Jr. in twenty twenty looks like a bug. Yeah. Oh, he's terrible. Yeah. Take a look Plus at how he-, he looks in the last Avengers movie. He doesn't look oh. right, man. No, dude. I too watched Iron Man not too long ago, right? Yeah. And then I and then I realized they did something that I didn't notice. They fucking gave Iron Man social anxiety. Really? I don't remember that and, part. Dude, dude in <laughs> Iron Man 3, he's like oh, breathing heavy right. and having like anxiety attacks. Oh, I that's you know what? I don't even think I've ever finished Iron Man 3. Dude, they fucking gave they gave they gave Iron Man social anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> it's the pussification of our culture, man. Even our heroes have anxiety? Come on! Uh, get out of here. He's a superhero. Get out of here with this anxiety bullshit. Come on, man. Oh, that's so funny. Wow. He's smart enough to be locked in a cave and build a fucking uh, reactor small enough to fit <laughs> in his chest to power an electromagnet to suck particles out of his heart. <laughs> but he doesn't have the mental capacity to fucking walk through a room of people. <laughs> nope, that's too much. Crippling anxiety. <laughs> Not the shreds of metal crippling, about to kill him. Anxiety. <laughs> Can't do it. Can't do it. I'm afraid they might judge me, Frank. The dude has fought aliens from space. No, can't handle being Tony Stark. Wow, Kills more people it. than are at that party in any two-hour movie. I cannot walk through that party. Not without a Zoloft. That's funny. I must have blacked out Iron Man 3. I totally forgot about that movie, man. I, I, dude, because Iron Man 1, dude, he is the man. Oh, he's Tony Stark. He's... he's- like, he's starting to start. He's fucking. He's rich. He's a womanizer. He yes. fucking doesn't listen to nobody. That's he does right, it his man. way. Yeah. By, by the third one, he's 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 in love with Prince Pod or whatever Perry Pod, whatever the <laughs> fuck that bitch's name is. He's in the you know what I mean. She's running his company. He's got anxiety. He can't talk to the. Cr- <laughs> Who the fuck is this? F- what happened to Iron Man? <laughs> I didn't know you were one of these teachers at CPS. I thought you were Iron Man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I couldn't believe it. I was so fucking mad at the, the uh, well, Iron Man anxiety. That is just uh, proof of what happens through the arc of time. Uh, it's hard to, you know, to withstand. They get you with the slow drip. Yeah, it's They slow always drip. get you with that fucking slow drip. They slowly make him gayer. <laughs>